Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. The Medicare annual election period deadline is coming soon. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who found the key to the right coverage at myhealthpolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online. I took my time and found the best Medicare Advantage plan for me at myhealthpolicy.com. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plan, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com. And finally, Michael. I prefer face-to-face, so I chose MyHealthPolicy.com and enrolled on the spot. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to learn about top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's 1-800-GO-START myhealthpolicy.com. Meredith Vieira is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates myhealthpolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call. Welcome, everybody, to the Pro Wrestling Sheet Smackdown Live recap for today and this week. Hey, I am your host, John Roca, joined as always by the CEO of the Pro Wrestling Sheet over there, Ryan Satin. How are you? Wearing the hat. I'm wearing, <laughs> I'm wearing the hat. I'm still, I, I need to cut my hair soon, and so uh, it's still messy. It's still crazy. I yeah. don't know. I got to figure it out. This is I a running know. thing. That's a mess, man. Well, because I, when I first started here with Collider, yeah. I. Sh- I, 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 right before that, I had a man bun, and I wanted to get rid of the man bun. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have full long hair again, so right. I just I shaved my head basically. Um, and then it's taken kind of seven months now, and it's yeah. taken me this long to get back here. 
but I finally hit my breaking point. I think I need a more professional cut. Yeah. So I, think, I, just hate, I just hate doing my hair. You just got to do a first hair match and uh, shave that thing off. Whoever loses has <laughs> to shave it. Hair versus mask. Exactly, exactly, and get that hair shaved <laughs> off. I get it though. It does. I, I've never had long, like I've never had long hair like this. I tried it one time and it became like a monchichi, and I was like, never again. So uh, I keep it short, high, and tight. The military thing never leaves me. Yeah, well, um, I mean, you were a military guy. So that I was. Sense. I was. Well, speaking of uh, hair that is cut. Certainly Shane McMahon's hair was cut. He started off SmackDown uh, here with a great promo talking about his heel turn and why he did what he did. Um, Ryan, what did you think of the – was this the right way to start Raw coming out of – SmackDown? Uh, oh, I'm sorry, SmackDown coming out of Fastlane. Yes, I okay. think so. I think the one burning question, the, 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 the thing everyone wanted to know was like what Shane was going to say about – uh, the turn on yeah. this. I mean, the other one's Kofi. I shouldn't say the one thing. Right. Everything with Kofi is the other thing, obviously. Kofi, Shane, and the man. They wanted to hear from all three of them. Exactly. Yeah. Precisely. Uh, so I think it was smart to kind of start off with Shane because that was um, the most surprising thing. Yeah. Fast. Not surprising because they've been one, kind of, one of them was going to do it. One of them was going to do it. You exactly. knew one of them was going to exactly. do it. It was I, surprising that it was Shane a little more than Miss. Correct. And I think that... Um, you know, the way they played it up where he brought Greg Hamilton in the ring and then was doing it again like he did with yeah. Mrs. Dad where he was doing better and he was holding him in the face and stuff. Um, I loved it. I really think that, you know, we, you know, we were talking about um, – I was talking – I think it was with Ryback when I was doing his show. He and yeah. I were talking about the fact that that uh, Shane just really hasn't been a heel in like long time. years. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like so long. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's a welcome change, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that – you know, as much as as much as Shane was, uh, uh, good, as much as Shane did what he needed to do in the role he's been given since he came back, mm-hmm. um, I really do think that he was getting cheered for most of that time, largely based on his past, yeah. his willingness to do the coast to coast still right. and jump off cages and all that kind of stuff. But I don't think he's really been booked as a strong face character since he came back no. at all. Um, and I, and I really feel like. I feel like cocky Shane, similar to Ronda. I feel like cocky Shane is where mm-hmm. he is sweet spot. Yeah. You know, he was never really a good guy before. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that was kind of been evident this whole time. And I think that um, heel Shane, he gets to kind of have fun. He gets to be yeah. the young version of Vince. He gets to be, he gets to be just the total asshole boss. Um, and it, and it, to me, it seemed like he had missed doing it. Yeah. Oh, and it's a great heel change for him also, because if you remember the heel stuff from back when it was the rock and the corporation and all that kind of stuff, you loved it. It was great. He was a lot of fun. He, he was willing to be the butt of the joke, yep. but now it's 18 years later. What's this heel turn going to look like? What's this heel turn going to be? Is it going to be like his dad or is it going to have Shane's little variations? Remember the whole thing when he came back, Shane and his kids and his wife and, you know, coming back as an older man, doing it, all this kind of jazz. He's been in training. So now what kind of role is he going to play? Because remember, they had Paige step down as GM. And, of course, that makes a lot of sense now with the fighting with the family tour and all that kind of jazz. She probably wouldn't have as much time to go to house shows. So you see this. But what role is Shane going to play? Because Shane's in charge of the company now, right, of the SmackDown brand of things so is he going to be a heel in booking matches is he going to be a heel and be favored like what is this whole situation because obviously they're going to fight wrestlemania what's the result going to be of that if he beats if miz beats him what's the stipulation there has to be a stipulation i would imagine if miz beats him beats yeah shane <laughs> you think miz will get control of the show yeah, control of the show which would be great it's like next level for miz because they've kind of put him on the back burner with this whole storyline over the last few months 
Uh, I think the, the, the I think the what they get from Miz out of this is is face Miz finally. We've right. never really seen face Miz. I don't think necessarily they're gonna they're gonna wrestle for control of the show. I okay. feel like it's gonna be more so. I almost wonder if it's more to make Miz and Mrs. more of a show that has to be watched. Okay, on USA on USA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's certainly possible. I because I have feel like you know the heels being the you know two heels. Mm-hmm. Being the focus of a show where you know the the main character is supposed to have likability factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I feel like them being heels makes the show a little less popular. Possibly were the Bellas heels when they were doing Total Divas because they were the selling point in the initial seasons of Total Divas. I'm trying. I mean, to... Cena was in it, so you had the face of Cena. Mm, Cena wasn't in it right away. I don't. Think. Okay, was he? I don't. I'm trying to remember the early days of Total Divas. I, now. I just know that it was like there were there were no there was like there wasn't really face heel necessarily amongst the ladies, even though they were playing that on the screen. There wasn't really the face heel thing, and then of course yeah, that kind of crept you- in with. Um, with uh, the woman we interviewed, oh my God, my brain today. With Eva Marie, yeah, Eva Marie. With Eva Marie, she was kind of slowly playing a little bit of the heel. I think there. the difference factor is that the Bella Twins are gorgeous women. Sure, fair point. And well, so is Maurice. So is Maurice. Uh, but they're good looking too. Th- yeah, but it's also. But your logic makes sense because in the history of wrestling, heels don't sell as much merch as face. That's, that's so faces, kind of how so I look maybe at it. Yeah. that's the smart. And move. I also yeah. think with Total Divas, it was a hodgepodge of heels and right, faces. Right, right. It's a good mix. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. New faces, people you'd seen. So right, right, right. I, I, I don't think it's quite the same because this show doesn't have a cast of characters. It's Miz and Maurice. Right, it's just them. You know, and they're what they do. Yeah. You know, so that that's kind of why I think that that's what their end game was, and all of this was to kind of like get Shane to be a heel again. Get Miz to be a face to help because right. this is all coinciding with Miz and Mrs. coming back. Okay, so yeah, that makes sense. That's that's the way I look at it. Okay. Um, but regardless, I really did enjoy this segment. Yeah, I think that good promo. Um, him coming out, going off, saying he didn't, he hasn't cared about anybody, doing the classic heel stuff, um, including the fans, and then uh, not necessarily challenging Miz. Mm. I like that he was like, "This isn't a challenge. Yeah, I'm your boss." You're going to do this. This is the match. We're having, <laughs> you know, I thought that was great. I thought that was a nice, I thought that was a nice touch. When I thought, interestingly, um, and who knows, uh, you know, this is interesting the way his heel promo went too when he talked about how people want to get close to him to get something from him and blah, blah, blah. And on the heels of what broke yesterday, that scandal with uh, Lori Laughlin and with Felicity Huffman and William H. Macy and all these rich people, like this idea of needing to be close to the rich people to get advancement in life. This kind of mirrored what Shane was talking about. How so many people want to get close to him because he's the boss's son to advance in this career of professional wrestling. Although it was a nice little topical touch yeah, for his I, promo. I agree, man. That story is so crazy. That story is nuts. <laughs> but I, oh, I, it cracks me up when uh, it said that in the story that kids didn't know. But then Lori Laughlin's daughters got like accepted onto the row team, the crew team, when they weren't had never rowed before. Right, she never rowed before, <laughs> and was never going to row. <laughs> that was my favorite. Thing. I was like, wouldn't you be a little suspicious? Right. <laughs> like, wouldn't you? Like, uh, 
How did that happen? Right. And then she released a video saying how she doesn't care if she goes to college or not. You're just like, oh my God. Oh, shut up. Really? No, yeah. It was I a year ago. It was like a few months ago. It was like a year ago, a few months ago. They they unearthed it and she had gotten so much shit for it online and that somebody else found it and then she issued an apology saying she made careless words and then somebody else found it and brought it out last uh, later on yesterday and that video is excruciating to watch in context of what happened yesterday. Um, yeah. Um, no, I, I was trying to pull this up so I could bring it up too. Um, he, I, I said this to Thad yesterday too because it it cracked me up. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was a tweet from Felicity Huffman. Oh yeah, that that 2019 uh, mood. That one? No, it oh. said it was from 2016, oh, okay. and it said, "What are your best hacks for the back to school season?" <laughs> And then someone quote wow. tweeted and said, this did not age well. <laughs> and I was dying when I saw that yesterday. It's uh, tough. It's crazy. Yeah, man. no. I, and this, my favorite, the craziest part about the story is that people have been donating to colleges, rich people have been donating to colleges since colleges began yeah. to get their kids into the school. Right. You can do that legally. You don't yeah. have to do it illegally and do it under the table yeah. in, a, in a cheater way. It, Buy a $15,000 bench like everyone else does. That's it was rich. way more extensive than it needed to be. Jared Kushner's dad paid $2.5 million to Harvard so Kushner could go to Harvard. His grades were terrible, and he got in there because of that. Well, they weren't terrible, but they weren't Harvard level usually, so they paid it. it so why couldn't everybody else have done that? This is, was way too complicated. Okay. By the way, I know it's not wrestling, but we're just having every rich person has done. I've I, 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 yeah. I heard of rich people doing that and openly. There like, are legal ways they to do it. They just openly like, oh, we bought this $25,000 plaque at the right, library. Right. That's the, just do that. It's you the, have to pay $6 million, Lori Laughlin. Keep your full house money. Right. It's the, it's the premise of one of the best 80s movies ever, Back to School. Thornton Mellon, a writer at Dangersville, buys a wing of that university and then gets to go to that university. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. It's legal. I also didn't know Lori Laughlin was married to Massimo. Yeah, I did not know that either. My girlfriend uh, pretty much made fun of me for about 20 minutes last night for that. For not knowing, for not that? knowing that. Oh, that is that. I, but, no. You know, a dude you. should not be knowing Massimo and, and who he's married I, I mean, I know who Massimo I, is. I, see I know the brand. Yeah, right. I know the I brand. I couldn't tell you his face. Yeah, right. I know the brand, but I didn't know that she was married to the guy who started Massimo. I thought that was interesting. <laughs> Lori leveled up, that's for sure. <laughs> Stamos Sorry, go Uncle away. Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. All right, let's move on. Ricochet, Alistair Black, and the Hardy Boys took on the bar. Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev in a nice eight-man tag. I enjoyed did, this. Did that this promo was a lot of fun. Uso's Oh, yeah. Before? You want to talk about the promo? Yeah, sure. I, I was going to get to it afterwards. But yeah, we can talk about the promo, too. Great coming down the steps. Badass. Saying the stuff that they were saying, then rolling right back up the steps. I dug it. Very badass. Yeah. I think, man, they are making the Usos look way more badass than they've ever looked. And right they're now. making themselves as well. You know, it's a common of both and I love that. It's funny for me to see to know that they're negotiating with various people in the company trying to get them to sign new deals. Uh-huh. Not their contracts are expiring, but they're trying to lock people down to yeah, new five year sure. deals. And it's funny for someone like the Usos who are openly who it's very known now yeah, that yeah, their yeah. contracts expire soon. Um and WWE uh you know, trying to get them to sign. You know that, yeah. Rikishi put it out there, yeah. but it's but, but beyond that it's been known and uh, I like that it, it's funny to me when you see a team like that who you who I've always thought was awesome. Like, yep. I've always thought there should be way more push for the Usos. Um, but it's funny to see when they get a, an actual push, mm-hmm. 
while WWE is trying to get them to re-sign. Yeah. You know, like, this is the coolest they've ever looked. I agree. I hope they keep them going like this. Thoroughly agree. I love that they've come into this kind of, like, tweener type approach to it because you know they're they're faces but they're doing heel type promos that badass stuff and the rapping and everything like that it's kind of got a heel vibe to it in that they're like you know standing strong and i love that and it's a good combo so to me i want to keep, see it going as well i didn't like their first run as champions i thought it was a bit too early for them and they seemed a bit out of their element at times with the promos and the matches this is a usos team i a thousand percent love and the promos as well really uh says something strong about them yeah but the eight-man tag, I enjoyed the eight-man tag. This was fun. Good to see Nakamura and Rusev getting involved again. Uh, you know, And then everything breaking down with the New Day storming in and having a, all this uh, go down. This was a lot of fun to watch as well. Did Abs- you enjoy it? Absolutely. Um, I mean, literally every guy in this match is a great wrestler. Yes, so yes. <laughs> there was like, it was impossible for it to not be good, uh, yeah. even in all the moments where it broke down and they were trading off moves yeah. and stuff like that. I uh, loved I really really enjoyed this match. I I laughed during that one part in the match where Jeff Hardy was uh trying to get his shirt off yeah. and it was stuck to his hand <laughs> and he's trying so hard to get it off. He's like and finally he's just like screw it and he goes to the top rope with the shirt still stuck to his hand. And I like it because that's how stretchy his shirts are. That, he could, <laughs> that he's like struggling on it to get it off and it won't come off his hand cuz it's yeah. just too stretchy. Um and he even does the Swanton with like his shirt attached to his hand, and, and then when they all dive on top of him, it's still you can see his hands like up, <laughs> and there's still like a shirt attached to it. I was laughing so hard the yeah. whole time when that was happening, but but the match itself, yeah, I mean yeah. it was it was a great match. Uh, all the guys involved killed it. Yeah, I was, I was super into it. I also, um, you know, we talked about it the other day. We talked about it yesterday, but um, just Aleister Black and Ricochet are really oh, coming across yeah. as just stars. Mm-hmm. It sucks. I feel bad for Johnny Gargano that he was only brought up seemingly in a tag team. Yeah. Because he's just been Yeah, because of Ciampa's injury, they can't they couldn't do anything with him. He's just right? been he's been non existent. Yeah. Like they literally haven't done anything with him since. And and it's weird because Johnny has had such an interesting like tease he's had such an interesting teases with the main roster. Because mm-hmm. I remember when the, the the cruiserweight guys were first going to come to Raw, yeah. and they were playing those like those those ads, like the cruiserweights are yeah. coming to Raw. Johnny Gargano was one of the first ones they they played the vignette for, mm-hmm. and then he wasn't part of the people who came up and stayed in NXT. And now once again, it was like we're bringing all these guys. Here's Johnny Gargano, our you know North American champion, and then he loses the North American championship yeah. on NXT, and then is just non-existent on WWE TV. And it's like, well, that sucks. Yeah, you know. Um, I found that interesting, but yeah, the, the, what, what do you think? Mm-hmm. What do you think they're going to do in terms of roster wise? Where do you think brand wise? Where do you think Alistair Black and Ricochet will end up? Well, you bring it was something you said yesterday stayed with me. This idea of maybe the roster split is done with this deal. Um, and I wonder if this is what the, this, that Alistair Black and Ricochet are there trial runs for this? Is there try? They're the, they're the guinea pigs to see if the fans are cool with them being on both shows constantly, you know. And Becky Lynch, to a lesser degree, as well, showing up on both Raw and SmackDown recently. But they're actually fighting uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet. Do the fans still go with them from brand to brand and still support them and still go? Because I mean, because there's a there's a situation where they could win both tag team titles 
and and have like the SmackDown and the Raw tag team titles. W- what's that all about? So yeah, I, I think they're using this guinea pig uh, for now to test it out. I think it's coming, and people forget there was a time when we didn't have the brand split. I prefer when there wasn't a brand. Split, yeah, exactly. That's that's how I always grew up, and I like that I could see the Rock on SmackDown and the Rock on Raw. It was like part of it because you have these amorphous rivalries that you can do, and it helps the company overall because you have the best rivalries going constantly, so they keep you watching. Both shows, it's like uh, what they do in comics, right? You have to watch. You have to. You normally. You have to, there's one thing like Civil War, but then there's all these other comics that are connected to the Civil War that you normally wouldn't buy, but you buy because you want to take part. You want to know what's going on, so you can come back to the next issue of Civil War and have some more knowledge. I think that's what the brand. Sp- that's what the brand split kind of destroyed, and so putting it back in motion, putting them all together, and still having you could still have a Raw SmackDown show. I think it could still work. So, yeah, I'd like to see it happen. We'll see. It's, it's interesting because, you know, I, I also remember when they announced the brand split was happening yep. again, and I dreaded it. I just dreaded it. Mm-hmm. I remember being like, I hate this yeah. because I, it, it never ends up working. And you're always pitting the shows against each other when that sucks, real, too. And there's when no, they're all in the same They're roster. all friends. Yeah, you know, they're all friends. Like, they're all in the company. I, I, I definitely, when they first announced it again, I remember being like, this never ends up well. It yeah. always... They always come back to to the way it was. Right. And, you know, the argument is that, well, you know, you'd never have Daniel. You wouldn't have Daniel Bryan as champion right now. You wouldn't have this Kofi Kingston thing. You wouldn't have a lot of these things because you can only focus on X amount of storylines when there's one brand, you know. So I get both arguments. I, but I don't know if that's necessarily true anymore. I, I think with the creative the way it is now, you could have storylines that bleed into both, no problem, and storylines that just seem to exist only on one side of the fence. You can have the best of both worlds if you set this up correctly. And I'm I'm talking about a whiteboard, like you set it all up correctly going forward. Every week you've got this thing set, laid out. I think it's absolutely possible. You don't have to be one thing or the other. You can be both. And I think with I think this also is a larger conversation conversation Ryan with what we've been talking about this idea of there's no really there's not really the face heel much anymore it's much more a tweener situation now in the WWE so why wouldn't the brands have that same kind of tweener situation and be connected but also have their own exclusive things that are that exist on that side of the fence I don't think it's negative I wouldn't be against it I I I just I just think that with the Fox deal I have a hard time believing that with the Fox deal they're getting rid of the brands. I just think yeah, they, so, they want they want their own brand. Yeah, and that's fair. But, but like, I see what you're saying. Yeah. If it's set up the right way, yeah. you can still you can have still that. keep the brands. Yeah, yeah. and because the worst thing you'd want to do is them. Fox is only exclusively one brand show, and then you're like, well, what if I blow up on Raw? Do I now get moved to the SmackDown show because I blew up on Raw, or do I, if I blow up on SmackDown, do I get moved to Raw? No, and I, I think mean, that's I, the dangerous. Thing. I do wonder that as well, and I think it's some of the things being worked out because I, you yeah. know. If, 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 and I also wonder if this is partly the reason why they're floating the NXT guys is let's say the Fox deal is for SmackDown only. Yeah. Does that mean, and that's been some of the rumors, does that mean if they want to produce other content Mm -hmm. with WWE, with their talent? Are they only allowed to use SmackDown? SmackDown right, it's a good question. You know, like because like what's mean, in the contract? Yeah, that that is something I'm wondering because I mean right. that doesn't 
that's also, I feel like, not something Fox would be down with. I feel like right. they want to have everyone. So I don't know. The the I'm very interested in the the, the details yeah. of that thing as well. I've, I've asked around. I don't know. Christian was talking about uh, the WWE did some new deal yesterday. And new, they signed a new deal with somebody. Is there anything that I missed? Eminem? Was, no, 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 not Eminem. No, we know that's not happening. But I, I thought he was mentioning something before I got off on Collider Live. He was mentioning that the WWE signed some new deal recently, but maybe they haven't. So I don't know. Sometimes. About what? Do you, do you no, I don't. Regards, that's why I was asking if maybe someone's on the tip of your tongue. So, all right, let's move on here. This was nice. New Day doing the thing. They're cleaning clocks. Oh, yeah, so then, yeah. Where does this lead to, do you think? Serious New Day, and I'm into it. Yeah. I like them kind of giving a serious tone to New Angry. Day. Angry. Angry New Day. It's yeah. funny. Because that's kind of how they started. Yeah. They started this way, and then it morphed into fun-loving New Day. Right. But I like that we've now come full circle, and they're back to being angry, and they want they want what's th- right. coming to them. Yeah, I think you, it's good. You said a few weeks ago, like, we've seen everything New Day can do. We see, you know, they are what they are, and, and they're always just, they don't even need to win titles anymore. They're just a firmament. Now this is something you can play with, right? Yeah. Kind of like Shane. Oh, Shane, let's see what you could heal. Serious New Day is a new color to play around with we haven't seen for a bit. So it should be fun. I mean, I think Big E Langston, Big E Langston, Big E, I say Big E Langston because when he was Big E Langston, that's when he was more serious. He you was. know, when he was that NXT champion, he was dope. Yeah. Like, Big E was dope as a serious singles competitor. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of glad that. They were giving him, they can't let him run with it. Because yeah. I also think that, you know, he stand, him and Woods also stand to gain from Kofi having singles success yeah. while New Day stays together. Yeah. Um, so I think that, um, I believe that this was, was, was a nice change for New Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was even better at the end of the show. So I feel like yeah. we'll be able to discuss it much more in detail. Yeah, yeah. Uh, AJ Styles is next. Uh, Randy Orton came out, did this whole promo, and then AJ Styles came out. Once again, kind of topical. Said, oh, your daddy helped you get into this situation. Your daddy did this, or Triple H gave you the rub, that kind of stuff. Whereas AJ's like, I've had to work my ass off to get here, blah, blah, blah. And Randy was pushing back saying, no, I had to work too, blah, blah, blah. So these uh, nice conflicting theories or uh, philosophies about life coming together here in this match. So, or in this uh, promo off, do you think this uh, will end up leading to a really good match at WrestleMania. Yes. I think that this was fire segment. Yes, it was. This segment, man, uh, this segment sold me on their WrestleMania match in Mm -hmm. one segment. Yep. And that doesn't happen to me often where I was like, sold. Give it to me. I want it now. You you know, and with, with, with WrestleMania being four weeks away, that was needed. Yeah. This is one of those matches that instantly just became must see. It's, King of the Indies versus Mr. WWE, you right. know. I think that is a great way to sell these two in a match at WrestleMania. I think that even if it felt like AJ Styles and Randy Orton read each other's Wikipedia pages, <laughs> I think that at the end of the at, 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 regardless, it was still awesome. You yeah. know, it was like, you know, the from the, you know, the Dixie Carter reference. Uh, what? what? How would you make a Dixie Carter reference on the WWE? Incredible. And and, you know, the 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 like you said, the the daddy got yeah. you the job type stuff. Right. Uh, all of it. I man, they did, this was it's possible this is maybe the best segment AJ Styles has been involved in since he was in WWE. Well, I don't know. Mojo stuff was I was just going to say, the Mojo stuff was really Smojo cool. Mojo stuff was really good, too. Yeah. yeah. But maybe just the best. You know, I'm going to say it. No. I think these are, this was the best promo that AJ Styles has cut. Okay. Because while the Mojo stuff, great segment. Right. I did think some of the promos involved were a little bit like... 
like I'm a bad dad. Right. Like, you right. know, like it didn't really it never made or him repetitive. sound good. Or repetitive. Yeah, it was well, but, but a lot more... of it was like it didn't make him seem yeah. cool. Yeah, right. This one made AJ Styles seem like a badass. Yeah. He was like talking crap right to Randy Orton, who, you know, to the 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 wrestling fan is known to be a little bit of a, a loose cannon. Yes. You, you know, and to to just kind of like be giving it right back at him and be like I I also thought it was interesting that they were mentioning the indies so hard yeah. on WWE TV. Yeah. It's not often where, you know, I mean, Danger Styles was the was champion for a long time in WWE. It's, at this point, you can't really refer to him as like an indie guy. You know, yeah. I mean, he was WWE champion True. for a very long time. True. So it, it, it was interesting to me to kind of like for them to be like, you're an indie guy. You're an indie guy. And, and, and to kind of be using it as an insult. And then to have AJ Styles say it's not an insult to yeah. be an indie guy, which in WWE – world it's definitely an insult to be an indie guy right and that's what i think is so uh fun about this promo it kind of um touched on real shit that goes on yep. behind the scenes sometimes amongst the wrestlers yep yeah you were you're a product that was made in this company i earned my bones in front of like gymnasiums and backyards and wherever i could do this armories and shit so i could get to this point but you were crafted from birth to be here which is so weird nice. to me and, and it's right well, don't, don't defend one side or the other oh I no no i'm gonna it. defend one side okay. because i <laughs> because I do think it's a weird thing. Like I, I, I don't think that's a fair thing, and, and it, it one hundred percent happens. Yeah, yeah, of course it does. That yeah. is a very real thing in the sure, locker room sure, of, sure, of sure. the indie guys. Kind of sometimes, not all, yeah. But there are some who resent the ones who didn't come through the yeah. indies first, didn't go to ROH, didn't go to PWG, and I really just don't think that's fair. It's like you, you can't judge someone, someone's passion for wrestling based on. You know the way you perceive their life, right. you know what the, the the journey they took to get there. You know because what they thought was smarter. You know a lot of these indie guys are hurt by the time they get to WWE. Yeah. You know it's just because you were able to leap forward doesn't mean you shouldn't you should be looked down on because of it. In right. my opinion, right? Uh, but but it's a hundred percent a thing that happens. So I, I also yeah. liked them playing it up on TV. Yeah, I dug it too. Because even AJ going like, hey, I don't know who looked around, but like almost all the guys back there are indie. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I thought that was funny, and also I was just surprised to hear them point that out. Yeah. You know, it's weird. It's, it's not often you want to you. It's not often that Vince McMahon would like his superstars to be referred to as indie guys. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta change with the times. I guess people, people are fans are way more aware of indie promotions than they were before. Ring of Honor, AEW, uh, and well, not actually not being indie, but feels indie. You know, you have a lot of these. All the way NJPW people are more involved now in knowing the indie scene than they were before because of social be media and because are, of internet. You can have more access to it than that than back in the day. If they have rich companies <clears> behind <throat> them like that, are they technically indies? I mean, Sinclair Broadcasting is a billion-dollar company. That's a whole separate conversation. TV Asahi, billion-dollar company. Right. Khan family, billion-dollar family. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you – I I struggle with that sometimes on, like, whether that should be referred to as an independent company because – they're Look, not independent. They like said they their s- own company by by billionaire. They said the prequels are independent films because George Lucas funded them all himself. Oh shut! Who, I'm telling you, people who say that Star Wars is an independent <laughs> not film. Not the prequels. The prequels because he funded them all. He he directed them. He wrote them, and he paid for all of them, and then distributed them through call, the studios. You can't call you know. a movie people with that kind it. of a budget an indie film. Well, what's the definition? Definition just is little, you pay for it yourself. Just a little small indie flick. Just a little small. <laughs> You know, a little small indie could, flick, Revenge could, of the Sith. I could afford better special effects, that's all. All right, let's move on. Asuka and Sonya Deville going at it. 
right here uh, as uh, we kind of got teased at Fast Lane this breakup of Fire and Desire. Uh, where are they going to end up? It looks like this three way match that you were mentioning uh, is going to happen uh, once again. Oscar, lo- I mean uh, Sonya lost here. I thought Sonya fought, wrestled well here, and then uh, in the end, Mandy turned on her to a degree, not fully, but to a degree. It was so, teased. It was teased. So we see what's happening. Oscar gets the victory. You know, it's I don't know, man. You know, you got to put her in a program, but it seems lost that she's the champion because really nothing can eclipse at this point what Charlotte and and uh, Becky and uh, Ronda are doing. So she's got to do her thing here, and and yeah, it'll be a nice triple threat match. I think. I think Mandy's gonna win the. You think uh, so, really? The women's title at WrestleMania. <sighs> I think I think they're gonna go that okay. way. I mean, they're putting so much more effort into Mandy than yeah. they have with Oscar since she regained the title. They, they did. They are. And even prior to that, they had been doing so much with Oscar yeah. with, with Mandy and yeah. stuff. So. Yeah, I feel like Mandy wins the the women's title at okay. at, at, uh, at WrestleMania. Okay. But you know, I didn't. I don't want her to do it. Why? She's not ready. You were like that fast lane. You were like yeah. championing. I was the future the push, Mandy. I can, I can champion the push. I don't have to champion the result already. I want to wait for a little bit. And the match I saw at Fastlane did not make me excited to see them do it all over again at WrestleMania. So, mm-hmm. and Sonya's still green as well. So it was like uh, they're asking Oscar to carry, not carry, carry, but certainly carry both of these ladies in this match and see what they got. And I hope they don't make her carry to the point where she loses the belt. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, WWE. I know. You're right. I, you know, I didn't love the, this this finish though. It was it was a little clunky. Yeah, it was a little clunky with the apron thing. I get what they were trying to do. They're trying to play off of the apron uh, thing. In, the night before fast lane. Fast yeah. lane. I just was like, was that a mistake though? By the way, do you think that? Was no, a, I think this is, that was on purpose. I think it's what they're going okay. for. Right. I think the Sonya thing was supposed to be a mistake, right? Okay, and then I think the Mandy thing was supposed to be like her okay. angry that Mandy or that Sonya did it to her, so she kind of like. Did it on purpose. I just thought it was ironic that that slip was the best sell she had through that whole match in Fastlane. And I'm sorry, Mandy, but it was. You, you'll get better, but it was in that moment. Um, um, yeah. You thought it was clumsy, and you wonder if they made this thing work as well as they could have to get you hyped up for this. Match. I think that's what they're going yeah, for. I yeah. think they're, they're trying to, but it really does seem like they're trying to get Mandy. This, this, this seems yeah. to be like the crowning moment of Mandy at WrestleMania. <sighs> okay. Um, I also believe that, uh, I also liked the, the ending with, uh, the, yeah. just kind of like the Sonya looking like she, well, should I trust her? Should yeah, I not? Right. Um, clearly this is going to be Sonya's storyline yeah. on total divas. Yeah. Yeah. The, the coming out of, of Sonya Deville. I like it. So does speak. All right, Becky Lynch uh, comes out, does her promo about the man, says everybody got bold while she was injured. Says she's back to knock some heads off. Uh, says it ain't good. Charlotte comes out, challenges her. Then Becky comes back at her saying, you had four years, you didn't do shit. It's time for the man to take over. Good back and forth, but you know, n- nothing necessarily stellar. I think we've seen the best of what we're going to see between these two until we get to WrestleMania, it seems like. Um, you know, one thing that I, lo- I, that I loved about this mm-hmm. was Becky finally getting rid of that stupid crutch. Yes, which she threw away. She, it, you know, she tweeted saying, I hate that crutch too or something like that uh, after Fastlane because everyone was like, enough with this crutch. Yeah, yeah, like, it was come too on. Far. It's like... Move on from we don't. This has been two months yeah, being yeah. on a crutch. Like no one does that, you know, for not it's a true. real injury. Uh, so I like that she came out and tiny Tim the situation where she was <laughs> just like, nope, yeah. toss it to the side, and just, she might as well have done like her Irish jig afterwards, you know, uh, from the old NXT days. But yeah, I, I, I um, it wasn't it wasn't bad. Yeah, it, it definitely wasn't bad. No, not bad at all. They always put on a good promo. These yeah, two. I, I do agree with you though that it, that they. 
it's you know when I watch this, it's just weird to me because it's like they've done so much to make Charlotte cool. Yes, and they've done so much to make Ronda Rousey look badass. They've done so little to keep the momentum going of Becky being cool. Yep. And I don't know if it's just because they don't have a firm grasp on cool or what her character was, but it's weird because, and I know that I'm going to have all these Becky fans in the comments that are getting mad about this, but Becky was cool when she was being rude, not when she was like doing it for the fans. I mean, this whole, the man thing got over because she was, she stopped giving a crap. Mm -hmm. And when I see this, you know, last night's promo, it, it, it felt like the old Becky Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't feel like the man. It felt like what yeah. we used to see from Becky Lynch, which is not bad. No, no, no. I'm a big Becky Lynch fan. But it's not the man. It was not the man that we've normally seen, in my opinion. It still had the edge that she's been bringing to her promo since she became the man. Well, they but had. The, I agree they were you. hitting the points. Yeah, you know, but I agree the, with the you. weirdo the overall knock vibe. your head off. They were like going through her Twitter feed yeah, to yeah. write things that she says. Mm-hmm. But like, it just didn't. It just didn't feel, I don't know, it just didn't feel like badass yeah. to me, you know? And, yeah. and that was the whole thing of Becky Lynch was she was like a badass. Yeah. She wasn't Daniel Bryan. She was Stone Cold. And right. I, I'm not saying she was Stone Cold, but you know what I mean? Like she, I would say that. She was she close was to becoming it. She yeah. was more on that way. And she now was. they try to paint her as Daniel Bryan. And it's, it's kind of cooled her off a little bit, in my opinion, which yeah, sucks. It has. We've been saying this for weeks on the show that they, they have kind of fumbled this whole thing with Becky and they've been burying... I'm sorry. They've been quicksanding her with her with this stuff because of how they have like gone. Okay, now go be face. And I was like, well, no. The whole point of me being a face as I turned heel was doing the heel stuff <laughs> and the fans being behind it. And now you're telling me to do the face stuff, and the fans will still be behind it, but they won't be behind it as a unique thing like it was when I first came out. Yes. The organic thing that it was. And they're pissing it away. I think they think they've got Becky established, so they want to push this new. They, they wanted to push the Charlotte thing at her expense. Now they want to push the Ronda thing at both of their expenses. And we'll see if they get it all right by the time we hit WrestleMania. But we've got the triple threat match. There's no way around it now. Mm-hmm. And so we'll see if they hit the right. I just don't. We'll see all the right notes before they get to the uh, WrestleMania match, so that we have a fantastic match, and the winner gets the natural reaction that you want from the crowd. We'll see. If if some, if if they cool it off too much in the next two weeks or so, yeah, that's my fear. And it doesn't main event the show. People are going to be so mad. Yeah, people are going to be so mad. Right now, it seems like it should main event the show, but you've still got Rollins Lesnar. And you wonder if they're going to make that the main event of the show. I mean, it's been so implied on TV that it's going to end yeah. the show, but yeah. it definitely hasn't been said outright. Nope, it no. hasn't yet. And obviously it's because they know Vince. Yeah. And they know that it can change at any minute. So I don't know. I, I think that... Send in Lesnar. <laughs> and, and, and will Lesnar go, no, I want a main event? Is Lesnar going to throw his way? Les- Lesnar's like, mm, I think Becky Lynch should main event over me. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not going to say that. No. Of course not. No. All right, Samoa Joe and Andrade took on Rey Mysterio and R-Truth. This was an interesting match. I liked it for what it was. Uh, good to see Zelina getting involved again with Carmella. Ray's outfit uh, was interesting. <laughs> Ray's, I've never Ray's seen Ray wear a thong. Wild. He looked like a blow-up doll. Yeah, it was weird. It was a little getting close to kind of some... Uh, bondage sexual stuff? I don't know. I didn't like it. It was uncomfortable. I'm not about bondage. I'm just like... But it definitely looked like he had a G-string on. He had a thong like, on. It looked like he had... Like, <laughs> how does... You look at... You know... That Total Divas episode's account posted a gif of... Uh, 
from Seinfeld where George is in the bodysuit and it's like, hey, bodysuit man, you know? And I was cracking up because that, that is so what it looked like. It looked yeah. like it had a bodysuit that painted on a G-string. Yes. Rey Mysterio has had the coolest gear since Usually, the yeah. This was the biggest miss yeah. probably ever. This is like watching the, seeing those pictures of Oscar De La Hoya in fishnets. You're just like, mm, no, <laughs> no. You know, you must have some Latino brothers in the back going like, no, that is a thong, my brother. Like, how did nobody in the locker room say to Ray, hey, brother? <laughs> That looks like you're wearing a bodysuit that painted a G-string on it. Yeah. Like, how did nobody in the right? locker room say that? Yeah. How did nobody say it? How did the gear maker not be like, look, hey, I like this design you sent me. I like the idea of where you're going with it. Uh, but no. You know? <laughs> like, I just, yeah, I, yes. The gear yeah. did make uh, this match hard to focus yeah, on. Yeah, it was a little weird. <laughs> a thousand percent weird. Uh, but Bray did get the victory here over Samoa Joe Pinningham. Samoa doing the classic thing, kicking out right at the end. Uh, so it's not a full clean pin, but got it. And then uh, Samoa flips out, starts slamming everybody. Um, and I don't, I guess we're setting up Samoa Joe. Uh, is this a four way we're going to see at WrestleMania again? Or is this? Yeah, it's weird because they're doing these multi man yeah. matches when it seems like they're building towards a multi man match. Yeah. I hope it's going to be a ladder match. Oh, that's we a- don't have money in the bank at WrestleMania that's anymore. Perfect. Perfect. And we've already been getting these multi man matches yeah. with them. Yeah. What if it's a ladder match? I like that. I you like know? the ladder match. And I like that whole it's idea. Like Samoa Joe, Andrade, Ray. Our truth. Um, yeah. I feel like I'm leaving one person out and John Cena. Oh. Because they've been talking about John Cena so much with this United States title right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mustafa Ali. That's the other one. Oh, Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali. Yeah, okay. Unless you're going to do Mustafa Ali versus Owens. Yeah. I've been really wondering what they're going to do with Owens. It, even this episode, I felt bad for him. Yeah. I was like, man, he was in a title match and then just not really much after. Yeah. He was in a throwaway tag match. Yeah, we well, can jump to that now, Kevin. No, no, oh, is that oh. next? Yeah, oh, it's next. I, I didn't mean to. No, it's all right, it's perfect. No, but this, the, but, but before we jump to it, yeah. I, I, I did think, I do feel like that's the United States title, right? That seems like yeah. that's where they're going with yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. A ladder match, a six-man ladder match makes so much sense. It does, yeah, right? I agree. Okay, agree. And right. If they don't know what they're going to do with Ricochet or Alistair Black, throwing one of those Ooh. guys in there would be a lot of fun, too. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good mean. point. Do you like the Alistair Black, by the way? Do you like this whole... Oh, I still love it. That he's still doing it. The only thing I don't like is that in NXT... They did a better job of like hiding the thing that was making yes. them lift up, so it looked a little more cool. Right in WWE, they're like very clearly showing that there's like an elevator lift. Thing. I think that's what bothers me about yeah, it because you can see and you're like, mm. and they're trying with the smoke. They're trying right, to cover right. it a little bit. How about no close-ups? How about that? How about a little farther away so you don't see it necessarily? So you can see him coming up, like with Ray. They never shot. They rarely never shot, shot from down the top. into the hole. Yeah, to see him jumping out like that, it was always great to see him jump out like that. I've been wondering how you can do that better because they do need to figure something out. Yeah. Maybe even shooting it like where Del Rio's car used to be on the side of the stage or something <laughs> to kind of like just to like I don't know. It's just so obvious yeah. on the stage. I feel like for yeah. some reason, I think the NXT one is a little more. I don't know what the difference is, but yeah, I, I I do think that it'd be a little. 
They yeah. need to do something to cover it a little bit. Yeah, that's a, it just hit me this time. I was like, yeah. I'm kind of bothered by this. <laughs> uh, all right, Daniel Bryan and Rowan, they took on uh, Kevin Owens and Mustafa Ali. This was a good back and forth, nice match. Uh, in the end, Bryan and Rowan uh, took this one. Um, what is this, a, you know, when you ask this question, what is this a precursor for? What is the precursor for all these men coming together? Is Rowan going to be involved in some way in the Daniel Bryan thing? Is Rowan going to do his own thing? Uh, where does Mustafa Ali go? Where does Kevin, Kevin Owens go? If you throw Kevin and Owens and Mustafa Ali into a six-man tag for the U.S. title, great. But what does that do for Kevin to win that title? It doesn't do much. Nothing. So why bring him back if you're not going to get him on the road to something, you know? I, I agree. Um, that's kind of how I felt with this match the whole time. Like yeah. I enjoyed it for what it was, sure. but I just didn't understand what three. it advanced. Yeah. You know, I don't understand what... I really don't understand what they're going to do with Mustafa Ali or Kevin Owens mm-hmm. on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, right now, they just kind of feel there. Yeah. And I don't think that's great. The injury from Mustafa Ali kind of hurt his uh, Well, he clearly momentum. got replaced by Kofi and all of this. Yes, right. Which sucks, but it's the reality of the situation. That's the business. It's the business. Stay healthy however you can. Well, it's funny, too, when you – I don't know if – I forgot – I don't think I brought this up while talking, but I was listening to um, uh, Kazim Famuyide on mm. uh, the Rassle Rap podcast uh, that he used to do that he's doing again now. Mm-hmm. And he did an interview talking about WWE, and I – Almost positive that's where it got mentioned, but he basically said the reason Mustafa Ali got brought into the main event scene um, was Daniel Bryan, like, one day at SmackDown, basically knocked down the door, like, kicked in the door and was like, hey, I have nobody to defend my title against that is under 40 years old. This is ridiculous. Like, nobody here. And he, like, started complaining about all the, like, top guys there. I'm like, there's nothing fresh for me to do. I'm championing. There's there's no one fresh for me to go up against. And so he was like... Then, then they kind of made the, the decision to bring up Mustafa Ali. But I like that it was Daniel Bryan doing that kind of yeah. thing. So clearly it has been Daniel Bryan who's been trying to, like, bring new faces in and stuff. And it's funny because Kofi ends up taking the spot who is the oldest one. But <laughs> but still, I'm fresh. Right. Fresh opponent. He still feels young. Still feels young. Yeah. Still, it's a fresh opponent regardless. Sure, sure. Um, but, yeah, I... Uh, Do you think they were going to put the strap on Mustafa, though? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think they were going to put the strap Maybe on him, but him I do think that they were going to give him match. a really big push. Yeah, 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 And I think that right now it's like, well, now what do we do with him? Yeah, right. Exactly. You know, and I think that I feel like even, I mean, obviously winning the United States title would be big for him. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's what I would do, to be honest with you. I'd put him in that ladder match at WrestleMania. If, I'm saying it as if it's a thing. Uh, I would put him in a match at WrestleMania for the United States title, like in a multi-man yeah, match, yeah. and have him win the United States title. Okay. That's what I would do. Yeah. There's an interesting world where Becky Lynch never got her nose broken and Mustafa Ali never got injured. And I wonder what that world would look like now. Me too. Walking into WrestleMania. I really wonder what that would look like as well because I don't think she would be fa- Be- Becky would be factored into uh, WrestleMania at all right Oh, now. you think they would have just had it end with the situation with Ronda there? At the time, that was not in the cards. Right, right. At the time when she Absolutely turned not. heel, it was supposed to be strictly to give Charlotte something to do mm-hmm. to get Charlotte uh, ready for Rousey at WrestleMania. And they right. were going to do Charlotte versus Ronda. Ronda probably main eventing the show. That was the plan. Right. So Becky was definitely uh, got lucky, mm-hmm. you know, and it's been great for her career because, yeah, yeah. um, I mean, everyone needs a little bit of luck. You got to be pre- you can be lucky to get the opportunity. It's what you do with it. That you yes. that is great. Yeah, I didn't want to make it sound like she's been lucky. And no, good, but no, I mean, no. like everyone needs to get that lucky break, yep, yep, you know, of yep. like right place, right time. This is Kofi's. Yeah, this is definitely. Kofi's. That's why you don't understand sometimes in competition. You just never know what's going to happen in those moments. And even in scripted uh, fake wrestling or wrestling rather not fake but a scripted wrestling who are you ronda rousey uh, yeah sorry sorry 
<laughs> I don't want Strowman to choke me. Yeah. But like you know, even in those kinds of things, people legitimately get hurt. People yeah. legitimately lose momentum or have shit happen to them, and they get like uh, they lose their spots. Right? There's another world where they didn't mess up the McIntyre and Strowman push, and they've got something going on there as well, going into WrestleMania. So it's just the way it goes sometimes, and you're, you, the, you're subject to so many whims in this business. You just never know what's going to happen. So when the opportunity pops up, if you don't grab it by the throat, you may not get another one. I honestly don't know what they would have been doing with New Day at all heading into WrestleMania. Oh, good point. You know? Right. Maybe hosting again. Who you know? knows? You know, because, I mean, it's not like tag-wise they're going to be probably doing right. something. Right. So, um, yeah, they got lucky. They got lucky, and it's been mm-hmm. awesome to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kofi's been fantastic. And speaking of Kofi, now we go into this gauntlet match next week that Vince announced. Good God, all these guys he's got to... I, I thought it was kind of lame, though, for me personally, because I'm like, he already went through a gauntlet match. Now, because it organically was fun and people loved it, you're like, oh, let's do it again. And it's like, well, how much does he have to prove here? I get they have to fill time and, you know, fill the bill. Yeah, but that's the whole point but of I it. I guess so. But then what happens if he wins? Is he going to get another gauntlet match? Well, I, 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 Is it going to be gauntlets all the way to WrestleMania? I wasn't fully paying attention. Like, I shouldn't say what it is. <laughs> I didn't catch it, and I meant to go back and listen before we started uh, recording. Yeah. But I think Vince said to him, if you beat these guys, you're going to WrestleMania. Right, but Vince, is old. Vince, Vince has changed his mind well, before. He didn't say you're in the title match. Oh, right. He said you're going to WrestleMania. Said you're going to WrestleMania. Just like they put him in fast lane, and there was a triple threat against the bar. So I think that's <laughs> where they're going with it here, is that he's going to get through it. He's going to uh, beat all them. Edmonds going to say, yeah, you're going to WrestleMania as the peanut vendor or something along right, those lines. I, right. think, I feel like that's the direction they're going towards right, right. now. Um, well, let's spend the last few minutes talking about this whole New Day promo. This like, go promo Vince. Yeah, talk about it. was... Phenomenal. Yeah. This promo was proof that tag teams can be taken seriously. Yeah. That tag teams can be the focal point of the show. Um, they all shined here mm-hmm. from Biggie just kind of like being the, the main talker the whole time to Woods chiming in to finally Kofi, who was staring a hole through Vince McMahon the whole segment literally didn't break eye contact with him once just the whole time Vince was talking just mad dogging him and I loved it I loved it um and then when Kofi talked spoke it was it was powerful it was like hey man I've done this for you like I need to know what I can do Mm -hmm. I need to like I haven't seen my kids ever go trick-or-treating I didn't get to see my kid be happy for losing his tooth yeah all that stuff that's the kind of pro that that was like a Dusty Rhodes esque like hard day, hard, you know, like yeah. hard times, hard times promo and hard, hard times and, on Dusty and and you know I I, I loved it I yeah. loved it I think that uh, you know people were like oh how could they do this to Kofi last week or at Fastlane and and again a little bit last night and I think it's crazy to think that way because clearly Vince McMahon is. All about Kofi and pushing Kofi right now. Of course, he wouldn't be doing this if he didn't a thousand percent feel that this was a great way to go and he was behind it. And so you love that Vince is pulling out the old Vince, the, you know, corporate corporation versus the up and comer. It's the Daniel Bryan notes, the Stone Cold notes. It's all the same beats. How great was it that Vince said that Daniel Bryan called Kofi a B plus player? 
Oh my God. I was hoping they'd do that. And I am so glad they went there with it to fully cement that this is yeah. reverse Daniel Bryan's storyline where now Daniel Bryan is the one on top right. holding the little guy down. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, I thought that uh, the line where Vince was, was like, you'll go into the Hall of Fame one day. But not alone. Not alone. With these guys. Oh. You know, I was like, oh, it's so mean. Why would you say that? Was that a shot? Do you think that was a shot? Well, well the fans complaining about China and DX and all that. 100%. You think it was a shot? Oh, yeah. it was clear. Yeah. Vince was real meta in this yeah. promo. I don't, know if you yeah. caught, I don't know if you caught the other part of the promo that was pretty meta where he was like, you surround yourself with these two young bucks while they do all the work and you take all the glory. You don't think that was a little bit of a shot at Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks where he was saying Kofi's like Cody and, and New Day or, or Xavier Woods and Big E are like the Young I Bucks? I did not see that deep into that one. Wow. But it was. Damn. What do you think it was? Of that course makes it was. sense. Come on. Vince didn't just right. randomly totally say the Young Bucks. It. Totally makes Come sense. Come on. You know, like the yeah. the... the, the, the the what's the comparison there? Yep. It's clearly there. You yep. know, Kofi, longtime WWE wrestler, Cody, longtime WWE wrestler, attaches himself to a popular tag team, attaches himself to a popular tag team, starts making tons of money. That's clearly what Vince was trying to yep. say there. It was yep. super, super shot, yeah. I, I think. Okay. I don't care if anyone goes, oh, AEW <laughs> Mark. I'm telling you, I don't, I, that was a clear shot. Um, I loved I th- it. I think that. Um, I actually really enjoyed them calling all the people out for the gauntlet. Yeah. Because it was such a classic Vince move where it was like, all right, all right, all right, but you got to beat this guy and that guy and that guy and that guy right. and these guys and, these and guys. that guy. And like, I, I, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I think that um, if Kofi's going to be a main event wrestler, if he's going to be a champion, uh, these are all things that need to be done to get him there. This is all, and it's ironic because like what you said, the Daniel Bryan V plus thing, also what did Daniel Bryan have to do, run the gauntlet himself at that WrestleMania to be the champion, right? And I, yes. So you see the beats repeating themselves. And I also think that, you know, I, in my opinion, Becky Lynch was already over as, as for the position they need her to be in. Mm-hmm. But they didn't see it. Right. So they've been trying to throw all these things to get her over when I think that it's been counteractive yeah. to what she needs. Kofi, while beloved, I don't think he's been seen as a main eventer to no. most. He's been fun. He's been fun. He's been right. beloved. Right. The Royal Rumble stuff. Everyone loves him. Yeah. The Royal Rumble thing. <coughs> so to see that like he's getting a glimmer of the title really mm-hmm. got everyone pumped. And he does need that juice behind him yep. to make it something that people are going to actually champion for. So I love all these things they're throwing at him while it's, mm-hmm. I'm not enjoying the Becky Lynch stuff as much. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but yeah, this segment was great. It, it, it 100%. Uh, continued the build to Kofi. I did find it a little hard to take him seriously while he has a cape on, like a silver cape. <laughs> and he's like talking real seriously, like getting angry. But other than that, yeah. everything else about it, I love. Yeah, and I, I love Vince once again doing that meta stuff saying, no one's handed anything. You're going to earn it and blah, blah, blah. And so I, I love that he he had to make his point there. Or him saying, there's nothing justifiably bigger than my ego. Yeah, that's true. Which was great. That was so good when he said that line. And also 
Also when he said, also when he said, I created Raw, I created SmackDown, I created WrestleMania, I basically created the heaven and earth. <laughs> that was so such a classic Vince line. Like he was throwing him out. He was just on fire yeah, last it's night. It's perfect. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, so Kofi's got to fight Randy Orton, Samoa Joe, The Bar, and Rowan in a gauntlet match. That'll be interesting to watch to get his shot at WrestleMania. Like Ryan said, I don't know if he said specifically at Daniel Bryan, but he certainly said that's how you get to WrestleMania. I have so to we'll go see. back and listen, but I have we'll a see. few people that tweeted, I saw on Twitter that said, like, yeah. that, that pointed out that Vince started the promo saying you have to listen to everything I say yeah. and ended it by saying you'll go to WrestleMania, yeah. not yeah. you'll be in the WWE Championship. We'll see. We'll I have see. to go back and watch. I could be wrong, but I saw a few tweets saying that, and so I... I I yeah. feel like that's something they would do. This is how they took Sean to the title. This is how they took Edge to the title. This feels very similar to how they're going to take Kofi possibly to the title. So I like it. I'm a thousand percent behind it. All right. We'll see what happens. And, of course, everything broke out at the end and, and as they went to commercial and ended. We'll see what happens next week. Thanks, everybody, for watching this SmackDown Live recap for the Pro Wrestling Sheet. Ryan, tell them where they can find everything. ProWrestlingSheet.com, that's the website where you can find all the stories that we break throughout the week or that we post, other breaking news stories. We put up a story last night about Eminem denying that he's reached any sort of deal with WWE uh, and a bunch of other stuff. So make sure you go check out the site, ProWrestlingSheet.com. It's at WrestlingSheet on social media, YouTube.com slash C slash WrestlingSheet. That's the YouTube channel. That's where we put up these Raw SmackDown recaps, Mm -hmm. Wrestling Sheet Radio every week, and other various videos If you're there, hello. Thank you for watching. I appreciate it. Uh, Make sure, though, while you're there, you comment. Let me know what you guys are thinking about the various things we say on here. I read them all. I I try my best to respond when I can. I'm just very busy here in the office. But I definitely, definitely read them out all. Also, while you're there, please subscribe, uh, uh, like the video, share it if uh, it's something that you're interested in. Mm -hmm. All that sort of stuff really does help. But if you only want to listen to the audio, make sure you subscribe to our podcast feed as well. It's Wrestling Sheet Radio on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all the major media platforms. Yeah, I like, uh, you know, I love the coverage you have uh, for Xbox, Daniel Dashwood, what's going on with her, and I love what you've got, uh, the Dash Wilder stuff you guys wrote about that as well. So good information. You're gonna get on there and follow it and subscribe to us. Follow him at Ryan Sadden. Follow me at The Roca Says, and uh, hit us up, and we'll talk about wrestling with you. You know we love your theories and your thoughts and your opinions. All right, have a great rest of your week, and we will talk to you next week for the Raw Wrestling Recap. ProWrestlingSheet.com. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry shampoo, Chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.